Hello, everybody. I am the CEO of IRK, and you are watching the best show in the world, Retrobus. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Friday, so it's time for the Retro Buzz, and we've got a really cool, well not cool, retro show for you today. And speaking of retro, we have the king slash godfather of retro, Mr. Glenn Planamento. Happy Planimento. Friday, everybody! Happy Friday! Thank God it's Friday! Hey, what's Woo. that uh, cool looking thing that you have? Yeah, did you rob the spaceship or something, or is that another effect? No, I had... I put an article in the paper a few years ago, if anyone from the future could bring back something cool from the 25th century, and it just showed up here. So it's a hologram. It's a virtual hologram, and all these products, Angel, are still in the 25th century. People still buying their products. Boom! Right that's there. that's pretty sweet there. I, I, I got to get me one of them. I like that. For the, Look at Sonic. Wow. And we could sit here the whole show and, and, and watch his oh, fan. and by the way, you don't realize it? get hypnotized. I'm sitting here. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is Glenn, your money. This is him your pinball machine. This is cool. So for once, it's not this guy spending your money. We've got Mr. Douglas Smith. Glenn, I got to say, I'm the biggest fan of your fan. That thing's pretty sweet. I see what you did there. You know what? As a fan, it doesn't work very well. It doesn't cool anything. However, <laughs> it'll definitely amputate a finger if you get too close to it. So you got to be careful. <laughs> and that other laugh, you guys might have seen it through the advertisement today. If you figured it out, we've got Mr. Michael B., the game genie, with us in the house. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm so excited to be here. I, I feel like I've been waiting forever to get on the show with you guys. So this is awesome. Thank you so much. Blame Canada. <laughs> well, last time we had you on, uh, we we brought on one of your uh, cohorts with with you. But this this week, we we wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to your heart, and that is what's behind you. Right, the first world <laughs> gaming <laughs> problems that we all we all have. Right. <laughs> yeah, Michael, you're not aware of this, but this is actually. Um... Well, you've been bamboozled. This is an intervention, <laughs> sir. Uh, I figured it was. <laughs> we care about you, and there appears to be a problem going on in your household and many households across the country and the nation, for that matter. Uh, so we're, we're we're trying to do our part. No, but this is this is really interesting stuff because this is something that I know, Glenn. You've stated this, Doug. You've stated this. The chat room has stated this. I've stated this. When is it time to throw the flag? say enough is enough and you can't find any more cabinets i mean at games is bringing out a three-quarter scale arcade one up keeps bringing out pinball tables who knows i'm sure at games is going to bring more pinball tables out of some shape shape form or fashion uh where are we going to put them 
funny, I watched a video last night of a guy who actually bought the house next to him <laughs> and rented out the top two stories of the house and kept the bottom story for his arcade cabinet. So that's my next plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't think my wife is going to allow me to do that. Uh, yes, Glenn, you have your hand up. Yes. Yes. Hi, thanks. Listen, uh, you know, uh, Michael, you know, I'm not with them. I say buy more. I say, you know, you got a bedroom, you have a bathroom, there's space. Don't listen to these two. I, I agree with you, man. Keep going. <laughs> hey, I want to keep going, too. It's just that there's 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 no room and. And Sean, so Sean has been religiously watching my uh, my streams that I've been doing uh, for Cyberpunk, and he he's beat the game five times. So I'm like, yeah, come watch, because if I get stuck, you can kind of help me through it. But he was telling me he's putting one of the uh, all his pinball tables or one of them in his kitchen, as he's stating here in the in the chat room. Whatever works. Uh, he goes, that's and that's it's a great table. Well, he said that's the that's the it's benefit of living alone. Table. Pinball mm -hmm. table. It's right in the word. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't set a drink on it unless you've got like some already structurally messed up uh, flooring that <laughs> somehow levels that out. But regardless, Rain you, you need a, you know, your dinner plate on there, no problem. So, Michael, what are, what's your plan? I mean, are are you? I mean, I like the setup. I like the way you went back to this. Um, obviously, you want some more of these cabinets. Probably want the three quarter yeah. at games. Uh, I arcade. We'll get to that in a little while. Where are you going to put them, man? So I got a plan. <laughs> Man with a plan. I like it. <laughs> no, uh, you got to decide at some point what's important. And, um, you know, I, I was in a really good space where I had a lot of room and I could just buy whatever I wanted. So anytime something came up and if I had extra money and I saw something that I could pick up relatively quickly and I was interested in, I could just grab it. But you get to the point where I am to now. If I'm going to stay in the space, I've got to be a lot more selective about what I add. And it's tough. Like, you'll notice behind me, I don't have a Buck Hunter. Uh, I don't have a Golden Tee. I don't have Outrun. Yet. Um, I'm going to get an Outrun <laughs> when the stand-up comes available. But I, I've got to be very selective of which cabs I add now. That's one thing. The second thing is, too, I've got uh, my At Games Legends Ultimate and my II Arcade. Or I Arcade. I always get messed up on how to say that. But I've got both of them here in my room in my actual arcade, and they're awesome. They're great machines. But I'm also going for a theme here where I have uh, arcade one-up cabinets that emulate the original cabinets. So you know, as cool as they are, they don't really set that. They don't really set that aesthetic. So what I've talked to my wife about is possibly moving them up to my new office that I've been streaming from recently. And there's a benefit to that, too. Well, while I'm in my basement, and you can notice by the picture quality, sometimes my internet's not so good down here. Yeah. I can move those up in my office right next to my router, and then that'll help me with the Wi-Fi play on both cabinets. So that's how I'm selling it to my wife right now to move arcades <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> You're after a good start. Glenn, what? <laughs> Glenn's got his hand up again. <laughs> It was there for so long, I forgot my question. <laughs> hey, it's it's good for building those shoulder muscles, you know. Just you know, make there you go. No, and get those biceps, triceps burning. Now, Doug, how many cabinets do you have in your space, and how are you getting away with it? Uh, I'm just gonna say twelve because that's the number that's on top of my head, and you have to start splitting hairs. Like, what do you consider a cabinet? But um, yeah, like a bunch. I've got a like specific nothing but 
arcade one up and uh new wave toys and but is it in um, one room or do you have it spread out i've got it spread out so i've got street fighter mortal kombat in the lobby of the gym i i run um because we train people to fight so i thought why why not put some fighting games inside the lobby there we always have people in there that think they're tough that like how soon before <laughs> i can get in the cage i'm like well first of all you got to beat me as johnny cage on mortal Kombat, and then we can talk about how soon and how you know how well you'll do in a cage fighting scenario type of thing so that's that's typically like our you know our litmus test to accept new members at the gym but then i've like I said i've got an arcade one-up room then i've got all my mini three-quarter scale arcade cabinets in um in my home theater here i've got uh four-ish cabinets as well um my massive street fighter 2 cabinet which i'm probably going to relegate down to uh my garage this summer just because it it's the size of a refrigerator and i can probably put three or more cabinets in the same footprint that i have with it right now so um yeah i just i spread them around that's my secret just spread them around i wish i wish i could just spread them around and um but my wife wouldn't let me do that. Um, I wanted to put them in the music room, but she's like, "No." I did manage to sneak over, though. You know, know why you can't? Because you want the jukebox off the machine. If you kept the jukebox <laughs> on the machine, it could be in the music no, room. No, no, it's see, the, no. The the jukebox has got to go. I've already told At Games. <laughs> There's another feature, and I'm not going to get into it right now, that I think is absolutely stupid. That I just saw came out. But we're not going to talk about that right now because I don't want to get my blood pressure up. I understand it's options, but why the heck do you got to send email on your freaking arcade cabinet? There, I said it. Okay, moving on. Um. <laughs> hey, I'm still trying to understand why there's Facebook on refrigerators and things like that. These right? Days, so uh, you know, it's a refrigerator, not. It's one Facebook. of those things. It's like Jeff Goldblum type of you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should type That's of right. scenarios. Like, uh, yeah, sure, surprised. I can. I can tweet from the washing machine. Doesn't mean I need to. That's right. I'm there you go. That's not one of my groups. I should have thought of that. <laughs> Refrigerator, washed up. Maybe I'll do toilets. There you go. So you're thinking about turning the, the whole basement into um, an arcade room? Michael, um, are, are you required to put couches in there? Inquiring minds want to know because I have two of them in here and I'm trying to get rid of one. I, I I turfed my couch in my love seat I had in my basement game room so long ago. <laughs> They're gone. I've been trying to get rid of my couches, but my wife's like, no, where are people going to sit when they come down here? And I'm like... And Matt's goes a long way. Well, I have stools. I figured, you know, they could sit on that. But um, I get it. It's all about options, you know, with, with everything. Um, Did you if... watch Seinfeld? Did you watch Seinfeld, Stephen? I have, yes. Okay. Just have someone sit on your couch who has a bladder problem. Problem <laughs> solved. Poppy, yeah. Poppy, what did you do? Poppy, he's a little sloppy. <laughs> Couches are overrated. But so, so Michael, I got a question. So, do you have like a maximum number of cabinets in your mind and head space that you think that's where you're going to draw the line? Like, we're not going to talk about you know, how you achieve that number, whether you sold cabinets and continue to buy and constantly rotate them. But is there like a maximum? You're like, okay, this is my breaking point. This is where I put my foot in the, you know, sand and say no more, no less. Is that number something you've came up with, thought about? 
no by no means like i'll <laughs> I, i'm gonna be honest with you i'll, I'll just keep going until i don't find anything interesting anymore like i'm gonna have to question myself when i'm at the point where i bought my seventh arcade one up street fighter cabinet of course but uh <laughs> outside of that um you know as long as they come out with cool stuff like if we see some robotron cabinet something that interests me because of arcade history i'm, I'm gonna buy that so that that's where i'm to I, I my wife is like the best human in the entire world as much as she says to me like you're contained in this room that you're in right now it's it's not really going to take much in order for me to start moving outside this row. I got to I got to say the comment here from uh, Greg Terry. <laughs> he was over last week. We had to do a presentation. He did it from the studio here. He's not kidding. He came in here and he started setting down things. And I'm like, I don't know if I would do that because you're not going to find it. He set his keys down. I'm making mental notes. He set his keys down on the IR arcade. He put <laughs> he put like he brought he bought head head earbuds over here. Sets them down on the pinball and then he. He bought an extension cable because he wasn't sure if I'd have one. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, kind of have it in here. Yeah, why would you have one? We're like hunting around the whole arcade in the studio trying to find this thing. And it must have been Walmart. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Walmart never put it in the bag. But I'm like, oh, dang, we ain't going to find it. <laughs> We're like looking around. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's gone. I even told him. I was like, I'll, I'll give him another one. <laughs> it has been assimilated into the arcade. It is but, now one with the universe. But that's where he was at. He's like, I'm afraid to stick anything down because it's like arcades everywhere or gear or something. And that that's the problem with sharing the arcade with a studio here because it's like, yeah. uh, you know, like, and you're finding that out now, Michael, too, because you're streaming from your arcade. If you start adding other gear in there to do this, that's taking away room for cabinets and whatever else, right? Exactly. Like when I do this, it's just a matter of plunking down a laptop and I film from here too. So I've got my uh, lights and all that stuff pretty close by in my uh, basement next to me, but I moved everything else out of the arcade. Like I had a TV in here. I had old retro game consoles and it, like it just, it kind of gets in the way of the arcading. So you, you just got to <laughs> turf it all. Arcade rooms for arcading. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I try to do that, but I think with having the, the the room over there with the music, I may end up moving things in there. I already moved the Legends Gamer Pro in there, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Let's Steven, talk. What you do, I'm going to tell you what you do. I, I'm going to tell you right now what you do. Oh, you have a music no. room, you said, right? I do you have, have a music, music room. room. Yes, sir. When Jesus, when Jesus sleep, you go in there, you rip all that stuff out, you throw it in the trash. <laughs> Paint, paint real quick. You just throw them in there. Just come down. Where's the music room? What are you talking no, about? No, I need this the whole thing. This whole thing's been here for years. What are you talking no. about? I have no music room. I need the music room because we we're both musicians and we do practice in there. It's kind of like Doug probably having a taekwondo or or I I don't know what he does, but uh, an area in his garage probably that he practices is you know he's probably got mats and stuff he rolls. Well, out. I got a kid. You gotta make a choice. Oh, okay, so we have a playroom. Is it the kid or the game? The we, music room or the game? Who we have a it? twenty by twenty playroom upstairs that my kids don't use it for anything else but to kind of do crafts every now and again. So I'm like, can't we move the music room up there and then I can take over that room down there? And I'm about fifty-five, sixty percent almost have her sold on it. Her right, big issue is progress. Well, I'm a drummer and I have electric drums, so hmm. hearing the you know, bass they, drum they all the time or or hitting it. When you're downstairs, that smack noise, yeah. Drum, drum, boom, 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 Look how small that is. <laughs> but I'm like, you're not thinking. Well, I'm like, I want to buy more cabinets, and she's like, you don't need any more. 
but uh, you know, uh, it's it's want versus need. We don't we don't need, need any of them. any of this stuff. No, we want it though. We want it. We want it bad. Say, honey, what would have happened when I wanted you? <laughs> I gave up. I won with you. You want me to give up on my other dreams? I didn't give up on you, honey. And she's gonna oh, say, man. she's gonna Ooh, say, you see all that? Broad- you were that. She's gonna say, you see all that broadcasting stuff? Yeah, I believed in you, and you kind of got that, and your your job and everything. Yeah, so you gotta do it, man. It's a give and take. Um, I don't know, but but Michael, do you collect also any retro consoles and and just consoles in general, oh, yeah. games and? Yeah. What do you do with that yeah. stuff? Because I don't think we've ever seen that. Uh, well, I, I used to collect a lot more. At one point, I was collecting for the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, and I had, I think I got up to 696 of the uh, North American co- uh, collection. So I had 696 of the games, and I eventually ended up getting rid of some of those. Like The thing about having like massive retro video game collections, it's awesome. But sometimes it's not always insurable, and I started getting really nervous about leaving my house if something happened. And I was like, you know, that's a lot of money that could just disappear really quickly. So we ended up uh, selling off some of that stuff and uh, moving towards emulation. I know, dirty word, dirty word. But uh, the funny thing was I had 696 NES games, and I was mainly playing about 30 of them. So at the end of the day, it just didn't make sense to have the whole library. But I still, you know, I've got... um, a bunch of NES consoles here, Super Nintendo, everything that you could think of, except for the 32X. I don't have my 32X anymore. But, like, you know, I've been a big video game guy all my life, kept all my stuff since I've been a kid. I, I'm i a lot like Glenn. I don't have everything in grocery bags, but like, <laughs> I, when I have things, I'd like to keep them and hold on to them. And at a very early age, like even keeping the boxes and manuals, um, you know, right back from the day I got my Super Nintendo, I kept all that stuff. So been collecting video games for close on 30 years now. Wow. 600 and some games. Didn't put them in bags. Yeah. Had me hooked. I didn't use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that kind of goes to like the, the different, you know, types of collectors too, because there's the completionist that wants to have like entire catalogs and libraries of, you know, certain systems, games, things like that. And there's the person that just wants to pluck and choose, you know, cherry pick their favorite titles or their favorite games they grew up playing, or they have some sort of sentimental attachment to. You'll find everything in between. Uh, I myself, I'm the guy that like cherry picks and just collects only the things that have some sort of significant value to him because I had to draw a line in the sand because I collect way too many other things. I collect DVDs, Blu-rays, vinyl records, comic books, action figures, toys. You know, I had to, you know, give myself some sort of parameters and rules. Otherwise I'd have been sleeping out on the street a long time ago because I would have been buried underneath all my collection of things. Yeah. I I don't know, Doug, if you you or Glenn, uh, Stephen, you've ever seen any of my old pictures. In my old uh, game room where I first had my first four arcade one-up cabinets when I got them, Right behind there is a rack of DVDs with like, you know, a couple thousand DVDs on it. So every time someone comes in here, they were like, oh, so you live in a blockbuster because I have this giant <laughs> movie collection too. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think, I think everybody went through, when I was in college, we didn't have cable. They went to like a private college and they didn't want you having cable. And so everything was DVDs and we, um, we did some things that I'm not too proud of to get some of those DVDs, but 
Um, let's Whoa, just say hey, it was college. Let's just say there was there's three of us that created our own network, and if we would have got caught, we would have been in some big trouble. But everybody knew where uh -oh. to go to get movies on movie night, and we knew how to kind of get around things. So um, I must have had I want to say I had my wife will tell you she'll back I must have had close to fifteen hundred DVDs nice. in college. Wow. That's not counting a hard drive full. <laughs> so, uh, needless to say, I got rid of that a long time ago. But uh, it was still, my wife goes, when we got married, she's like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, you know you what? Mean? That's when I went to digital. I'm sorry, Glenn, I went to digital. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Yeah, that's it. So, you know, it's, it's good. You know, movies, movies is kind of a different thing, though. I don't mind movies being digital I, I except for some i mean there's some i'm definitely gonna purchase but gaming to me is very different than a movie or a song you know i, I there's something about as you guys know taking the original cartridge or and, and putting it in a machine because you can have you know a flash card which I, I do and a lot of people do you can select the games but there's something about getting that original game and and, and putting yeah. it in it's different i don't know why it's, it's like people with e-reader books and paper you can read it just fine on an ebook, but there's something about the paper, and it's just different. So I got a experience. I got a question for you guys, and I happen to I I subscribe to the the NES or NES Pursuit guys uh, with uh, yeah. Gabo and all those guys, and um, they had an interesting video that came out. I think it was today or yesterday, and it said the end of their game collecting or something like that. And I watched it. I'm like, oh man, are they giving up? Are they not doing it? But they made an interesting. Uh, I guess topic they said what's going to happen to your game collection if you were given like two weeks left to live or you're going to die tomorrow or whatever are you going to hand it down to your kids and they have kids obviously <laughs> glenn already knows this one well yeah. well you, so, you know that one. we've been over this one right so i'm curious because it really puts some things into light because there's a lot of things i'm keeping in the wrapper and i go back to what doug you said about it's not a museum it's meant to be played let's get them out of their you know um, and Glenn's shaking her. So I want to kind of get, <laughs> Michael, I want to get your opinion on this. What do you think? Do you think that your kids, if you handed them down, like if you knew that you were, you know, heaven forbid something was going to happen, is that your plan to give your collection to your kids? Are your kids going to want them? Yeah, I mean, right now my daughter's four, and she has, like, a pretty general interest in gaming. Like, I have my Evercade upstairs that uh, she'll pick up, and she loves just turning on Pac-Man and playing that. She enjoys playing that. But in terms of the arcade, like, I'll get her to come down, and she'll pick around at the cabinets. And uh, it's something she enjoys. The other games, it's not something really she's into right now. Like, if I passed away really soon, I don't think there would be much of an interest. But as time goes on, and this is a hobby that we might enjoy together, and it becomes something she remembers doing with her dad, maybe then she'd be interested in keeping them. Right now, at this point, I'm thinking, how easily could my wife liquidate these to pay for my <laughs> funeral? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. That's nice. You'll pay for it. That's actually nice for <laughs> What what you do is you put it on paper right now, Michael. That if you know the unfortunate day comes and you pass suddenly, um, you want to go out Viking funeral pyre pyre style, <laughs> piled up on top of the arcades, just light the match, and that's how you want to go. Well, I, I guess that's what I'm asking. So like Wagner says in the chat room, he says my kids probably could care less, and I know Glenn that that's that's how your kids are, or your yeah. son is. 
why are like I started thinking about because I was like I know my son he he would want all this stuff, but I thought man would I go through all this hassle if I knew both of my kids or either of my kids could care less about this? Would I continue collecting the way I'm collecting? Because I know it makes me happy, but I would be happy with just the consoles. I don't know if I'd continue buying the physical, you know, cartridges. I mean, I have so many games in here, I haven't even touched them yet. So, does that change your the view of you guys, the audience, and also the panel here? Do you think that you would continue collecting the way you are if your kids weren't interested? And Glenn, I'm interested in hearing your response to this because we know your son really could care less. It, it, it's true, and actually, I had to make a, uh, a deal with the devil with him, and I told him <laughs> the ones that I personally have made, the, the ones that I, the consoles and machines that I have made, he had a promise: he's either a he will keep them, or b when I am cremated, put them in there and, and, and burn me with the stake with them. Oh man! <laughs> but the uh, the other thing is, I'm actually going through all of them and putting little price tags on the bottom, so he doesn't do. There if you, you guys do not actually show up like you promised, and you don't show up. He will see the price tag and not give him away for a penny. Oh yeah, that uh, Intex Adventure Division. Yeah, it's a penny. That obviously two, obviously one. Yeah, it's a penny. No. So it, and it it, it does bother me a little bit because I would like him to take an interest in in something I actually do enjoy. We do it together. It kind of sucks that he's just not interested. In it. But then it's my my loss and his loss is Stephen and Doug and now maybe Michael's game. No, Woo. I ain't got a lot of time left. <laughs> Michael, you need to come on the show more so you can get in Glenn's will so that the three of us can go over and there you go. and just clean out his house because call, call your dibs early. Yeah, yeah. Get, I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure if it's even week. Oh, what's he doing here? Uh oh. Is he going to show us some bags? I don't know. Oh, oh. Here we go. We're here. Let me remove oh, the uh, social. That is just a piece of it. Oh, you better get our names on there quick. An auction house would have a field day with you, Glenn. <laughs> They, they probably would. But even, even even in here, you know, my this is my theater room, and I'm running out of room. Yeah. And now my theater room is now become, you know, the next. Wait, 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 wait! Is that a new? Is that a newer Star Wars poster I saw there with Kathleen Kennedy? Turn it back! Turn it back! <laughs> I thought I saw it. Oh, okay. No, we got that, right. and we got. Well, this comes up over here. Oh well, there you go. Uh, That's actually, the man. Actually, if you guys saw my stream last night, I got kind of, kind of got heated. I got on my rant again about all that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, some people, I, I, I do have to take into consideration, some people actually do like those movies, but that's okay. I don't have to agree with them, they don't have to agree with me, and that's, and that's fine, but I will never uh, personally like those movies. I saw them once, and that was once too many for me. So, so let me ask you guys something. When you pull a game off the shelf or you go over to one of your arcades in here, I don't know if it's like this for you, but I can go to like the Rampage cabinet. That was the first cabinet I ever got. And my kids, I stopped, I was playing it, and I just stopped with a big smile on my face. And my kids were like, what's the matter? I'm like, I remember when your uncle, my brother, him and I used to sit there and play Rampage, and we'd be like playing it and playing it and playing it. And then we went to Showbiz Pizza at the time, which is now Chuck E. Nice. Cheese. Yeah. And they they had Rampage in there. And I'm like, this was our favorite game to play together before Contra. And I'm like, it instantly took me back to that day when we played it. And I think that is what people are missing through all this. And and I want to go down the line. Michael, what is that the feeling that you get when you play these these games? 
Yeah, hundred percent. It's nostalgia right away. I walk up to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cab, and all of a sudden, I'm ten years old again, in the arcade with you know my two quarters in my hand, looking to jump into the game at just the right time with three other people that I might be able to finish it. I remember that vividly, clear as day. Like I can picture myself there. I also remember seeing Street Fighter Two for the first time, Mortal Kombat Two for the first time, watching people play those and being mystified by the older kids in the arcade that knew how to do the fatalities already. Every time I play them, that's where I go back to. Some of the other games were a little after, uh, before my time, like Star Wars and Pac-Man, and that's more about learning the arcade history and enjoying that. But the ones I grew up kind of in the 90s, the 90s stuff, I, I vividly see myself as a kid playing these real arcades every time I come up to them. Doug, is that kind of, I know you have a similar history to me that we didn't grow up with some of this stuff. We didn't have the money to get some of this stuff. Is, are, is that the same for you? Yeah, I mean, my experience with the arcades were they were my first uh, babysitter, so to speak. So I used to get <laughs> dropped off at a bus stop that was very far away from where my mother worked. But that was the closest <laughs> closest they, they would ever get me. And I always had um, like it was like five or ten dollar a week lunch money allowance. And what I would do is just not eat lunch. And I would save that money and I would spend it on <laughs> arcades because there was an arcade at a community center near the bus stop so i would go hang out there and play arcade games for a couple hours till my mom got off work she'd come pick me up and then take me home uh so i always have that nostalgic attachment to the arcades and that experience in general just because it was such an important integral part of my youth and growing up uh, literally raising me so to speak so anything i can do to like recapture that moment in time because you know didn't have bills to pay didn't have adult responsibilities you were just a happy-go-lucky kid with no care in the world you know, I, I absolutely love that feeling. So anything that, you know, recaptures that moment in time, I'm all for it. And Glenn, I, and I'd encourage all of us on the panel to go back and read these comments afterwards. I'm trying to put up as many as I can, but there's a lot of great stories in here. Glenn, was there any anything that stands out from you uh, for you for any of the games that you played? Well, similar to what they were saying, I'm a little different than you youngins, I suppose. <laughs> so I was, I was there, you know, when the first Pong came out, when, you know, the first Space Invaders, first Machines, even uh, Space War, I remember playing. And it was a magical, and it's weird, too, because we're adults now, right? So we're standing next to these machines, and they're kind of tall. But, you know, back then, you know, I'm like, it was like they yeah. were playing these games, you know, back then. And it was, it was really magical, because you would walk to this, either a pizzeria or an arcade. We probably got an arcade in Yorktown where I grew up. But you walk into these areas that you never do that today. People are smoking. There's adults in there smoking. Dark rooms. <laughs> you know, beers all over the place spilling on the kid. Oh, you can't get out of plane. Whack. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm playing. It was very different back then. But, you know, I remember distinctly, you know, we had to ride to town on bicycles. And it was about a 10-minute bike ride into town. And it was like right now. It was winter. And you're on a bike. And it was freezing, but you rode to town to play your fix of asteroids, or you went to play Space Invaders back then. And I always said to myself, I wish I could have one at home. You know, it was, it was a, a wish until I was like eight, seven, eight, nine years old. So, of course, now that they're here, you know, it, it is a dream come true because if it wasn't for technology and everything getting more advanced, you wouldn't have the machines at all. So, the fact that we can have these three, uh, one quarter or larger machines or now virtual pinball in the house. Is excellent, especially now what's going on the past year and a half, because you really couldn't, not as many around anyway, but this is how you enjoy it. Um, the one thing I'm grateful for, though, is that at games, Arcade One Up and II Arcade, I can say it right, Michael, II Arcade, uh, <laughs> is 
that they now have the ability to let people play other people from around the world because that's what the, these machines are really about. I mean, it's great, nice yeah. having an asteroid machine yeah. or a space spinning machine for yourself. That's great. But the real joy is playing someone else and kicking their ass or them kicking your ass and, and, and rubbing your face <laughs> in, on your machine. Yep. So that's what this is really all about. And I know that's the same thing for all you guys here. It's not so much you having it. Oh, I got five machines. Or I got 15 machines here. That's not what it's about. Right. So people walk into your room and going, check this out. I remember yep. that. And you have a, an immediate link to that person. And then maybe a little call for them afterwards. But that's, I digress in that part. <laughs> no, but, but you're right. You so, get what I'm saying. So many arcades yeah. have closed yeah. up. I don't know if it's like that in your areas, but like around our area, there's like little to none. You know, is, yeah. it's, it's true. And I'm still hoping, I, I was talking about this yesterday on my stream, you know, um, we're still hoping for a Kong off, right? Richie Knuckles. Yeah. We, we still want to have that Kong off. I'm dying to go to one of those to see all the people that are playing these games and experiencing that. That's another thing. It's like, it's like a, a Super Bowl for nerds or computer people. Yeah. Because you want to see someone get that new high school. You want to be there when that happens. And it's not the same right now. <laughs> I have to give a shout out, my buddy, Mr. Rightway. We had him on the show a while back. He goes, so this, there's a story behind this. What's up, Mr. Fruity Pebble? He goes, uh, what up, Fruity Pebbles? Power's back on. Hope you all doing well. He's okay. actually in Texas. Texas, um, yeah. Yeah, where the, where the problem is. So it's good to hear everything's good. But, uh, <laughs> Steve. yeah, so um, I, I agree. I think it would be cool to do the Kong off and, and go there, and I hope it gets opened again. Uh, it just things aren't looking good for these arcades. I hate to say that, but um, I know everything. Movie theaters too. I mean, how what are they going to do? I mean, think yeah. about that. I know are they ever going to reopen. They're going digital. Yeah, in Vegas, did you guys see the Pinball Hall of Fame is actually moved into a newer, bigger building? Uh, yeah. It was. Oh wow! It, it was in the process right before the pandemic hit, and so they're doing yeah, a Kickstarter. Unfortunate timing. Yeah. 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 So, um, what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to thank one of a guy that's been kind of behind us uh, for quite some time on the marquees for these arcades. If you're looking for a marquee, now I know uh, he has been tremendous with this with this uh, community, getting them out as quick as he can. He's a one man dude, getting it all done. You need an ar you need a marquee for your arcade? Check out this ability upgrades.
So again, guys, we really appreciate uh, Angel and all his help with the community and, and uh, everything he, he's done for the community with that. Um, before we go any further, I want to kind of talk a little bit about, I know Doug's got um, uh, a, a pretty cool topic we want to discuss, but one thing we want to talk about is IRcade. They dropped the bomb today, brand Ooh. new. Yeah, they well, the retro bomb. They dropped a brand new arcade that's mm -hmm. skinned, and it's uh, Retromania. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yep, Retromania Wrestling. Definitely, you know, exciting to play the official sequel to WrestleFest on the IR Arcade and an arcade, you know, form factor the way WrestleFest was always meant to be played. So it seems only natural, you know, a match made in heaven that they would, of course, want to reach out to fans of Retromania WrestleFest and have a themed Retromania IR Arcade. And sure enough, they released it to the public and showed it off for the first time today. I'm really excited about it. I, I, I can't wait. Um, I, I did get a couple shots of it earlier, um, and I didn't get a chance to load it in. But I did catch some video, and okay. uh, so I want to I play that for everybody really quick. The video is probably the best part of the whole uh, re reveal of it. So I hope you guys like it. He's going to crush me when we meet in person. He's going to. He's absolutely going to. No, that's not true. We're never going to meet in person. <laughs> oh, 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 drop the mic. There you go. Oh. What, what did you guys think of the the reveal of the um, IRK retro retro mania? I, I think you may have grabbed the wrong clip. I, I, did I grab? I think it works. I think it works. Did I grab the wrong one? Oh, dang yeah. it! <laughs> you, you you grabbed the wrong one. It's it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure no one mind. It's your P Dub's mind. I'm sorry, guy. Uh, and P Dub's knows he'll watch this. Uh, honestly, God, he was giving it. He was giving it to Nick the whole time. And Nick, out of the blue. Hit him with a chair shot. Oh my goodness! If you if you guys didn't get to see it, go back and watch it. Honestly, <laughs> it was hilarious. He had a good laugh about it. It it was funny. But no, in all seriousness, though, it looks really good. Um, Doug, I know you said earlier that you were thinking of it. Like you already have artwork coming, but I was wondering for those of us that have the basic one, like Glenn and myself, and I, Michael, is yours the Dragon's Lair? Do you have the basic one as well? I I have the basic one. Okay. Is there going to be an ability, and I'm asking John, for John, for those of us that have the basic one, that we can buy the artwork and, and have it put on, or if we go through a third party. Doug, you decided to go through a, a third yeah, party. Uh, I, I, I knew I wanted... <laughs> I knew I wanted a Retromania wrestling-themed arcade, you know, since the day it got announced, so I already reached out to somebody and had them design me a custom Retromania artwork package for my arcade. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that gets to me in time for next week's uh, release. Had that not been the case, I would definitely be interested in that. But yeah, um, Retromania Wrestling artwork for sure. Hopefully you guys would be able to purchase it because it'll really jazz up your you know normal standard arcade design. And uh, I think everybody on the panel here is a wrestling fan. So I think uh, hopefully John offers that as a separate artwork package for everybody out there. Somebody in here says... I'm mostly a wrestling fan from past dates, but with that being said, <laughs> I really would... Wait, 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 wait. He's talking about Past dates? Are you talking oh, yes. like back when they wrestled in the backyard? BC, or what, yeah. what, are you, what are you talking oh, yeah, yeah. about? You had, your, you had your club. You know, that's when Negan's... Uh, that's where Lucille's actually from. It's actually a club back from Neanderthal times. 
Yep. Yeah. You bonk them, you pull them, and you're good. You, you wrestle them down. That's that's what you do. Those are the good old days. So when I was young. <laughs> Uh, so let me let me back up here. Uh, somebody actually posted. I think uh, let me uh, we'll we'll bring it up here in just a second about iArcade being overpriced. And I kind of thought this in the beginning. I, you guys remember? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna step back because I have it. I did say that. Um, and I want to know from from you guys, what do you think, Michael B? Was is it overpriced? Do you think it's worth the six hundred dollars that you paid for it, or in Canadian dollars, whatever that transpires That's out to be? So twenty eight thousand dollars in Canadian <laughs> So I, I, I'm a I'm a hard one to ask here. I, I've been very open about this in my review. I actually received a review copy, so I, I can't really comment. All right, you're failed. Um, you're fired. Get them off. The I know. <laughs> we all no, we did too. I mean, except for Doug. I think Doug. You had already backed the uh, Dragon Slayer, but go ahead. Yeah, someone someone got mad at me in my review and told me that uh, I can't call it a review because I received it for free, so my opinion is going to be biased, so I told him to go watch Doug's video. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. I, I think that, personally, and I've said this to John, I think around the 450, 499 mark would have been ideal for this with the base and and top. Would you guys agree? It's uh, for me so, personally. It, you know me. It, it's a little hard because it's always going to be worth and you'll spend the money on if you want it and you feel it's right. Again, I can't comment too too much. Jung was kind enough to send me this unit. Right. Of course, we all want it cheaper. We always want to get things cheaper. That's the case, but. I will say that out of all the cabinets, so I said before, if you can hear that, this thing is built heavy. It this is, thing built, is built solid. yeah. Very heavy. So we got to realize, again, more cost of materials and much more cost to ship. This came in two boxes that were actually a lot harder to, for me. I know I'm strong and everything, but it was harder for me to carry than the other machines because of the materials. Of course, the Kickstarter. No, you're you're just saw, old. The Kickstarter, when that was launched, real quick, that Kickstarter was launched, they were fantastic prices. So. If you're complaining about the prices now, we had the Kickstarter. Yeah, that was when you would get in because the prices were insane. They're insane. It's <laughs> it's 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 not that it's built really strong and heavy. It's just you're old and you can't you can't lift it. Well, that is that is absolutely true. Uh, I can't deny that. Although I will say, you know, uh, Michael Amanda gave me you know his workout routines, and I've been doing them. So oh, it I shows. I, well, listen, I'm going to be serious here. I was up to do two pull-ups. I'm only doing 33 pull-ups now on my bar. So oh, wow. I'm actually feeling pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm not – I eat like garbage. If anyone knows me, um, I drink soda. I eat chocolate and cookies all day. So that's my problem. But but I will say that I am still looking pretty sheen right here. And with that being said, you know, I can't take on Cool Toy, but you got to be careful because this might be made out of carbon fiber. You don't know. <laughs> on that note, Michael B., what <laughs> – <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, I, I think uh, some marketing went into this as well. Um, uh, there's a business term uh, for coming up with your price point, and what they used was a prestige pricing model where you price yourself above your competition. This is really a premium product compared to some of the other offerings in the home arcade space. So, you know, you price based on what you um, – deem your product to be and you want to create an image around that so it's definitely a prestige pricing model but i've got to be honest like every time uh when i took it out of the box when i was feeling the components the parts 
playing with it, uh, there's a different sense of quality compared to their, I don't want to say competitors because it's really a different space, but other entries in the home arcade space, this feels different. So you definitely get that sense of quality from it. Is $7.99 the right price? Like Glenn said, it all depends on what you're willing to pay for something. There's people out there that uh, no matter how good these are, they're never going to want anything except for the uh, actual arcade experience. So there's no price point that'll work for them. But for people like us that uh, like this stuff, I, I think $7.99 is a pretty fair price for what you're getting. Doug, you went in on the backers. Uh, yeah, I jumped in early on the Kickstarter, and I. Told what was the price for it. that? What was the price? Uh, so I paid two forty nine for the bar top, and I think um, you wow. could get the the entire you know bar top and riser for I think three ninety nine really early, um, and then I think it went up to like four fifty and five hundred and things like that. But um, yeah, if you if you wanted this for a lower price, there was an opportunity to have it. You just had to be in early. Um, it's kind of one of those things you snooze you lose type of things. Uh, and the great thing about you know the economy and commercialism you don't think it's worth it don't buy it yeah plain and simple like you know vote with your dollars if, if if you think it's too expensive nobody buys it guess what the price will come down but like michael alluded to it is marketed it is labeled it is called a premium product for a reason there's a reason you don't see nike products inside walmart stores because it would essentially <laughs> devalue the brand right so i arcade wants to maintain a premium you know, market share, so to speak, with a premium product, and they're going to market it as such, and it's going to reflect that with a premium price tag. If you want it for cheaper, your only best bet at this point is, you know, secondhand market, Facebook marketplace, somebody that's potentially selling a, a dragon, a double dragon arcade because they want to get a retro mania arcade or something like that. That's your really only option unless you are early in the Kickstarter, which you should have been. Sorry. I bring that up to say this. Mac Games released their pinball machine. They did the pre-orders early. Um, we've already seen some placeholders, and I want to stress that they're placeholders. They're not necessarily the final pricing. But if you guys go back and watch the episode when this first came out, and I even mentioned this um, during Legend Center, I believe, I said you might want to get in on this early because I think the cost is going to go up once it hits stores because they're going to because it costs so much because it's built so high. They're going to they're going to push that in. Everybody said I was nuts. Everybody said that's even Dub said that to me. They you said I'm crazy. <laughs> now people are going, dang! I should have pre-ordered. I was talking to Adam from Complete Geek TV, and he was like, "Oh, I missed the boat. I should have pre-ordered." And I'm not saying that that's the price that's going to stay. But again, you got to remember, At Game sets the price of what they need for it. But then the companies, just like we see with Arcade Origins. One Up. Arcade one up, you get the fifty dollar cabinets. You get this and that. It's up. I mean, if Walmart decides they're going to sell for seven hundred and fifty bucks plus tax, that's what they're going to do. So I was afraid this was going to happen. I was hoping I was going to be wrong, but it turns out that it's probably going to be like that. So if you can pre-order right now, I suggest doing get it while the getting's good, because you don't want to be like like this. Yeah, here in Canada, we didn't have the pre-order option, so we had to wait for it to go to retail, and the pre-orders are now up at the brick here in Canada. And when I saw the Canadian price point of $999, oh. I was a little shocked at first. I was like, oh, my God. But, uh, you know, I, I talked to PK, too, and I said, I think people expected it to be around the same price as the Legends Ultimate Cab, and he said, 
you know, uh, it's going to be higher when it gets to retail. So uh, I'm not surprised to see it also higher in the U.S. at Sam's Club. Do you think that the price is going to go up further from what we saw as the placeholders, like the 699s? Do you think? With with the way shipping is in the world right now and parts, how much all the prices are increasing, there, there's always a possibility. It depends on how much it costs to get it here. And I think a lot of companies, not just with that games and this product, all the companies are going to be adjusting their prices on the fly to uh, reflect changes in the shipping industry and parts industry right now because of the pandemic. So they want to know what uh, Dylan wants to know. I, I don't, uh, he's, I'm sorry, Jamie wants to know, what is the price of the at games? I think it was $5.99, right? If you pre-ordered it, I think that's yeah, what $5.99 and $100 shipping. Yeah, so you're roughly mm -hmm. around the same price as retail plus tax. You're getting, I mean, so it's not like you're getting. Right. But if you want it, what I'm saying is if you want it now, like if you wait till retail, you're going to play the game that we all did when we were trying to get the Legends Ultimate, right? I had to drive almost two hours to get mine because to go to Sam's uh, because around here they were, it's like you're not going to find it, right? I mean, I'm not. Mm -hmm. So you might be in a well-populated area like California or Texas. You might be able to find it. But if you're all the way up north or, you know, where, well, Glenn, you're, you're in New York, so you, I don't think you had a hard time finding it, right? I did it. Um, Sam's Club had, uh, when the le this, this, oh, like, the room, on the wrong one. The <laughs> was in there. Too many rooms! Um, I walked right into uh, Sam's Club, and they had, like, three of them at the time. So it wasn't very hard to get. But, you know, a lot of times in New York, we were last with certain things, like with the, you know, the basic, fun little units I collect. A lot of times it started out in California and Arizona, and I have to wait, like, three weeks for it shows up out here. It just depends on where the shipping is go to. You know, it's just the way it is. But sometimes yeah. that's the fun, trying to hunt it down. It is, unless you want to get it. And and some people are saying about, let me tell you something. We all, uh, I think, Doug, you installed it. Michael, did you, because uh, you, you didn't get it yet, but I think you might have put it on one of your other. The Zachariah tables. We have one of them. And let me tell you something. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that it makes the whole Legends pinball experience completely different from the 22 built-in games. The way the table plays, I get it, they're older tables. But the knocking sounds that it makes, like the hardwood of the old tables, like my mother-in-law has, the way the ball kind of sits, it looks like it rolls. It's totally different than the Gottlieb tables. I feel like I'm playing a completely different virtual pinball table. Has that been your guys' experience overall? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing these Zachariah, 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 whatever However you say it. pronunciation. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're being technical, it's, it's Zachariah. That's how you pronounce Zachariah. the official Italian last name. Everybody else calls it Zachariah. I don't care how you pronounce it. You do you. But anyways, Thus I've been playing it, all these Doug. tables on the well-played arcade um, pinball machines, and I'm familiar with them. And you're right, Stephen. They, they play different. They sound different. Um, the ball specifically has a different aesthetic. It, it's almost um, uh, akin to like a disco ball. Like it's really got this nice shimmering effect to it that uh, really makes it, you know, look like it's rolling across the play field as opposed to like sliding, you know, in a stagnant form where a lot of these Gottlieb pinball table games look. So it, it really kind of breathes new life into the at games pinball machine. So if you're already played the, you know, 22 tables to death and you're looking for something more, you know, on the horizon, you got these 
Zachariah pinball table games, you know, if you pre-ordered them coming, coming at you and depending on how many you pre-ordered, I mean, you could add over a hundred new tables to your machine, which I mean, is an absurd amount. I mean, you got everything from old EM tables all the way to their newish FX3 styled pinball tables. So there's going to be something for everybody out there. Yes. And to answer Michael, they do not come with it, but you you have to purchase them. I think there's a $20 one for, I think it's five right now. I didn't really see the pre-order, um, but I, I believe that's what it is. So, mm -hmm. the, but there's, like like Doug said, a bunch of tables coming out. We're going to have to wrap up soon, but um, I do want to let everybody know next week is our community uh, show where you guys can join us on a Zoom call. So I'll definitely get that link out earlier in the week, but What's going to be cool is I'm working on something pretty cool, so hopefully it pans out. Um, I was talking with the guys here, and we might have something that you guys will really enjoy. So you definitely want yep. to join you the can, Zoom you call. You can say up, down, left, right, and I will make that movement. Yes. On the show. <laughs> and and live and in color. Wait, if you actually show up, Glenn's giving out an autographed bag for every person that gets in the zoom meeting <laughs> that you can put your collectibles in so you definitely you want to make sure you get in there um there you go in all seriousness so act fast in i all gotta run out to the supermarket but get some bags then i better get out there tonight you better hurry up um I, I go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead I, I literally think of you every time I go to the grocery store now. Like I'm picking up some pears and I'm like, that's scary. That's, that's branding. Scary. That's branding right there. Glenn's bags. I like it. Um, what we want to do too is I, I've been really pushing. Uh, I started up my, my uh, server over on discord. If you guys want to join that, I really encourage that we have a retro buzz channel. And then I have my tech buzz one for like when I'm doing, my gameplay, which I'm now going to be doing, I have it set up for Monday and Thursdays at like 3.30 in the afternoon East Coast time. If you go over to my Twitch channel, you can see the, the time and I'm going to be playing all different kinds of modern console to retro consoles. Uh, so join the Discord because I always say this, what if something happens to one of these other chats and you want to communicate with us here on the show and they're down. We can get you in through Discord. It's a great opportunity. It's a great way to stay in communication all week, um, even without the shows. We've been having a blast. Sean, Sean in the chat room here, he has is one of my moderators in there. Uh, fun guy. Uh, him and I go back and forth all day long. So in between stuff at work. No wonder you've been ignoring me all day. I, yeah, I, side conversation. My I'm, God, man. I mean, between, between you and Sean, I don't <laughs> So come on over, look for the Tech Buzz, the Retro Buzz. I can get you, like I said, there's a link in my Facebook page if you go over to that. Um, and also want to let you guys know, March 1st, we make our television debut for Dr. Pimple Popper. If you want to see the, if you want to hear the story and you want to see us three here, uh, you definitely want to tune in. It'll be on Discovery Plus, so make sure you guys do that seven-day free trial and then you can cancel afterwards. Um, it'll be on, I believe it's eight o'clock. I don't, I don't know hundred percent, but I know it's March 1st. So it's check not, it. It's not, it's, wait, that's not a Friday. It's not going against our show. It, no, it? it's a Monday. I made right, sure right, that we, right. yeah, Dr. Pimple we'll Popper, it was in the negotiation. She has Monday. We have Friday, you know, you know, you know how I had that in the contract when I did that. Show. I know. And I told her, I had to remind her about, uh, re remind you about that. So that's, that's going to be then, um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we need to remind them of? Was there anything? Subscribe to the podcast, right? We got to get them on the podcast, the Roku channel. 
I, I, I'd have Doug do all this, but Doug doesn't like to promote. So I, I'm kind of like going through all this stuff here. What is Discord? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, get in the Discord. Like I said, we'll have a lot of fun. I have a monitor. Okay, that's how crazy I am. I dedicated a monitor, a 27-inch monitor that I turned sideways just to Discord. I got a really cool bot I've been playing with and built. Yeah, man, this is this, that Bold stuff is strategy, fun. Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to do some of this stuff. I'm enjoying the console gaming. It's something I'm kind of trying to do on my own on the side here just for fun. Um, but, yes, that's something that we're going to be doing. What do you got going on, Michael B., besides oh, your... Wait, don't go to that yet. Don't what? go to that. What? One thing what? we didn't what? talk about. We didn't talk about something. I, I, oh. Mortal Kombat! Oh, that's yes. right, that's right. The Mortal Kombat trailer came out. Yeah! All right, start talking about it. I'll pull it up. Michael oh, gonna... first. Yeah, I was about to say, let, <laughs> let our guest of honor. Please, have you seen it? Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I've seen the trailer, and I gotta say, I was pretty impressed with the trailer. It looks good. Of course, I, I'm an old man, and the first time I see something, I'm always like, oh, they're not wearing their original gear. But at the same time, I can put that aside. Everything looks great. This looks like it has a serious feel to it. Looks like there's actually going to be a tournament. It's not going to be some weird uh, war movie like Street Fighter the movie was. So it looks like they're going <laughs> in the right direction. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, Um I'm like you. I, I always have to put aside, like, you know, the nerd aspect of anytime I watch a comic book movie or a, a video game movie because, you know, like, oh my God, they're, they're, they're not wearing their articulate costumes and they're, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't transform exactly like that or, you know, things like yeah. that. I always have to turn that side of my brain off and just, you know, enjoy it for what it is. Uh, Mortal Kombat, the original movie, is one of my favorite video game movies, which unfortunately is not very high of a bar because, Historically, most video game <laughs> movies have been pretty terrible, but the original one that came out in the early 90s, we'll ignore the second one, um, was actually pretty good, is relatively faithful, and they did a good job of like, you know, showcasing violence without being the rated R movie because, you know, it was PG-13 back then. They played it safe. They wanted to get us younger kids in the theater. Um, but this one's going, you know, full adult hard R, which as it should be, yeah. um, that's the way it's it's meant to be. But uh, I'm excited to see uh, hopefully a very faithful representation of the carnage that is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, if I can jump back in for a second, I apologize, but I was so surprised because I'm sitting there with my wife and my kid next to me, and I'm watching the trailer, and all this stuff is happening. I'm like, oh, I, my daughter definitely shouldn't be seeing <laughs> this. That's and what they, I was saying. And then, and then they dropped an F-bomb in the trailer, and I was like, wow, you don't hear that very often. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I, I need Glenn to read this comment here. Oh, my glasses. Uh, you know what? I would, if anyone has a contact, yes, I would like to get her on the show. Um, actually, you know what? I actually would like to have Kathleen Kennedy on the show, if anyone knows her. I would really like to talk to her at this point. I really would. Um, and and Doug, and, Doug and I would just so... sit back, and we'd let you yep. talk, and we'd produce behind. <laughs> no, Doug oh, could be the moderator. Yeah, yep. pretty sure she has a restraining order on you. Glenn. Exactly. I was like, live stream is the only way it's going to work because court mandates that, you know, Glenn has to be at least three states away from her at all times. Yeah. And I actually think if I do a, a video conference, I still think I should be read by a lawyer first and they translate it to her and, and back. I don't think I have <laughs> so, so we had this discussion going back to Mortal Kombat. We had this discussion kind of before we went on air and I'm like, where's Johnny Cage? 
Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I saw a comment in here, uh, your average gamer put in here. He kind of said the same thing. And, and Doug, even though you gave the, the explanation off camera, why don't you give that explanation again as I mean, to why you think it, he's not on? Yeah, I mean, and this is not an official explanation by any means. This is just a, a guesstimation on my part. So... Number one, Johnny Cage was a prominent figure in the you know Mortal Kombat one and two movies. Um, that's fine and dandy. Do we need to rehash that exact same thing? No. So chances are they wanted to say, hey, let's deviate and change something up. They've created an entirely new character for this movie in the name of Cole. Um, he's probably going to be our surrogate um, character that the audience you know has representing them. And if you look at the optics of things in PC world we live in today, it doesn't probably look the best to have a great white hope savior winning a martial arts, you know, tournament for the earth. Um, so yeah, probably not going to have Johnny Cage as any main character. Um, he's not in the trailer at all. I don't know if he's going to be in the movie at all. He may just be a very small part. Um, he may get killed in the first five seconds, you know, and that might be the only thing you see from Johnny Cage. But if you look at the entire scope of the Mortal Kombat franchise, they've got tons and tons of characters to pull from and showcase. We've we've seen Johnny Cage on the big screen. Let's let's move some other characters on there. You know, we got the other heavy hitters. It's not like they left Scorpion, Sub Zero, Liu Kang, or any of those other characters out. Let's 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 throw somebody else in there for a moment and let them shine. Do you know what you know I think's going to happen? I think that you may see Johnny Cage like on a TV. He was an actor even in the in the first game. I think you may see him as a cameo like on the TV in someone else's scene. I think you may yeah. see him in yeah. there. I'll mark my words. You might see him in there. You, you don't I, I, was about to, I was about to say that. And can you imagine if they pulled off like the surprise of surprises and actually got uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme to yes. come and do the cameo for Johnny Cage? That would be that would amazing. Be, that'd be awesome. Do you know what Fingers the cross? Like, you know what now, the truth now, is? Now you've got my hopes up, and now I'm going to be watching it on April 16th. And if I don't see Van Damme, I'm going to see. Dang it! <laughs> Mike no, you know, lied to me. You know what the truth is? I found out. Uh oh. Kathleen Kennedy helped direct this movie, so there's not going to be a Johnny ah. Cage. Now I can't watch it. I'm just saying. Now I actually can't watch that, it. That's what really happened. <laughs> that's what. You've that's what my. Re that's what my sources are saying. Right on her shirt. Right on her shirt. Saving the Earth is female, right on the shirt. Right, there. saving the Earth is female. So no, but but to be honest, I I agree. I think that would be awesome to have John Claude Van Damme on there as 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 doing that. I think uh, you might be on something there, Michael B. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, I mean, be. the rest of the characters in this trailer look pretty good um, for the most part. You know, costumes. Obviously, they took some modern artistic, you know, liberties with it. But I I liked everyone. Uh, Jax looks like Steve Harvey on steroids to me. That's what I mentioned <laughs> to you guys earlier. Something about that stash looks a little off. But everybody else, for the most part, looks looks the part. And you can just well, you know split second look at him and go, okay. I they want you to be, to be Johnny Cage. Well, the thing the thing is. Oh, there we okay go. To, it's okay to take some liberties as long as the core of the story and the characters are there. Okay, don't don't be <laughs> taking our expectations and subverting them. That's what's going to ruin it. As long as the basic story, the basic characters, arcs are there. Like, don't make, you know, Sub-Zero female. She's not female. Right? She's not female. <laughs> Things like that is what would ruin the movie. So from the trailer, it looks good. As long as that they have the basic story. Because that's what happened with all these other um, video game movie translations. In the first Mortal Kombat, I enjoyed it as a kid. I liked it. I thought it was yeah. pretty close. It was good enough. They did it. Every other game movie translation, they did all these different weird shit that no one could follow. And that's what ruined them. Are you talking about the Mario Brothers movie? 
I'm talking about Street Fighter, Mario, <laughs> even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was a, a cartoon that became a movie that was also a game. You know, the first film was actually pretty good. I really enjoyed that first one, and it kind of went right down the toilet. But yeah. when you do a translation, when you take and make a movie or you redo a movie, you're doing that for the name. And why are you taking it for the name? Because it's fans like Ghostbusters. You're a fan of that film. When you come to see it, yeah, you don't want to see 100% the same thing, but you want the basic of that film there. When you totally trash it and step on the legacy of it, it's not going to wash with me. No, I, I would agree. I personally, I personally want to say thank you, Glenn, for not saying anything negative about Double Dragon and Alyssa Milano. <laughs> that really means a lot to me. It's a fantastic actually, film. I, I, that was blocked out of my brain, actually. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> it holds up well. I don't know what you're talking about. So somebody, Hollywood saying in the chat room about uh, Retro Rivals, if any, like, we messaged them before. We want to get them on the show as well. So uh, if you guys, if, Hollywood, if you have a connection with them or whatever, tell them to get in touch with me because I left a comment a while ago. I never got their information. Sorry, just to deviate off. I, I'm watching the, the chat here, trying to keep up with everything here. Uh, but we do want to get them on. Um, Michael B., what are you guys going to be chatting about tonight? I don't know. We actually haven't done a lot of talking about tonight's <laughs> show, so it might be general arcade news. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Steven's been pretty busy this week. Uh, P-Dubs has been caught up with all the II arcade stuff, and he wouldn't tell me ahead of time what it was, so he left me in suspense for today. <laughs> so uh, I'm not 100% sure what we're going to be talking about tonight. We'll just probably be hanging out, and it'll be a fantastic time, so stop by for 9 <laughs> Eastern. Oh, i got to get the plan. And do you have any uh, videos upcoming that people should be watching out for? Uh, I know you've been getting some really cool stuff. Yeah, uh, Stephen, I'll tell you a little bit about my process here. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing until about <laughs> two to three days before I put my video out. <laughs> so I, I, I got a pretty good idea. I might be able to put two videos out next week. I do want to do a review on ArcadeNet because I think people miss a lot of the really good things about ArcadeNet. Like they don't talk about having early access to the Gottlieb tables and the multiplayer aspect. I got to, for uh, National Owners Day, do a live stream last week where I played people in the community live on the channel and i had a bunch of fun so i really want to kind of promote that stuff and show people the, the benefits of arcade net uh not just the fact that it's a paid service for you to play games there's other things to it that make it a unique experience and uh i, I might also do a video that's kind of out my out, outside my wheelhouse talking about uh, five particular arcade games that i would love to see arcade one up do so those are the two things i think in my wheelhouse for next week maybe i'll get both of them done we'll see your boss left you a super chat there um if you want to read that on the screen <laughs> and there will be flan oh yes there will be flan <laughs> fantastic <laughs> that makes me happy hey guys if you didn't do do so head on over and i'll let you get back to your thought Head on over to youtube.com slash genie and check out, if you haven't subscribed, go subscribe to his channel and see all of the awesome goodness videos that he's got. Um, I was just watching the other day the the Riser review that you did for the um, At Games uh, Legends yeah. Ultimate. So guys, go check it out. Thank you very much, Stephen. I appreciate that. Uh, guys, I've been... 
doing YouTube for a very, very long time. I think like eight years now. And uh, this past year has been one of my most active in a while. I've really been reinvigorated with the arcade hobby. And uh, of course, we've all been home. So it's been a good distraction for me and hopefully a distraction for you guys too. So thanks again for those people that have been subscribed to me for years and look forward to all the new people that are going to come and chat to me too. Well said. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to add to that? No, also go check out Cool Toy. He's pretty good too. Yeah, because he won't promote him. He won't promote himself. So, uh, hashtag cancel. Hey, oh cool yeah. Toy. Uh, also, uh, P Dubs did leave a question for me. Uh, what's your favorite of the pinball tables? How did I know you were going to do that? <laughs> when have you not learned? You just don't listen to P Dubs. Let me answer that with a counter question, Michael. What's your favorite arcade machine that you own? Dun, dun, dun. I think Glenn, you had something to say. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Promote myself all the time, man. Just promote me. How about how about how about we we do this real quick and then we'll end the show. Hang on a second. Hey, somebody's hijacking. Uh, wait, what is going? He, he's going to crush me when we meet in person. He's going to. He's absolutely going <laughs> to. No, that's not true. We're never going to meet in person. <laughs> oh, 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 drop the bike. Works. Darn it. I darn I, I never hit the wrong I button again. <laughs> I don't know what it, I got to get that fixed on the TriCaster. It's just one of those things that just kind of uh, anyways. Uh ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Douglas Smith, check him out youtube.com/cooltoy for all his plastic uh I don't want to call it for stuff uh, and things. Just say stuff Yeah, and things. stuff and things. My son watches it and I go broke. Doug, Doug did a new video. You need to um like <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Yeah. So anyways. Whoops. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try with Glenn. You I'll I'll do this part. YouTube.com slash G Planamento. Glenn, what do you have on deck? Actually, you know what? I do have a few videos. I've I've kind of burned down on doing videos, so I'm doing more live streams. So maybe Sunday I'll do another one of my uh, just talk to Glenn live stream, which I did uh, last night, went pretty well. Uh, go on my rants, you know. That's maybe what I'm gonna do right now. So, rant, rant. you guys can check that out. Apparently, I am a punk. According, <laughs> there was a super <laughs> chat that came in. Um, hey, listen, it was the best part of the IRK besides Jong stuff, but it was the best dialogue. Nick got you good, man. I, I don't know what to say. Um, it's up there with Flan. It's up there with Flan. It, it, it's it's up there. It's it's gonna it's gonna be around for a while. So hopefully, if anybody would like a <laughs> copy of that video, just send me an email. I'll be happy <laughs> to get it out to you. Um, if you want to do whatever you want to do uh, with it. So, um, but yeah, guys, go check it out. Get on the Discord. I can't say enough. I really want to get you guys over on the Discord. Uh, I'm going to be doing, like Glenn, I'm going to be doing some more live stream game, game plays and stuff like that um, out there on uh, Twitch. I'm trying to build up an audience over on Twitch. Uh, and, and I'll say this, because my numbers are a little deceiving. I was back on Justin TV back when it used to be that. all I used to have thousands of people that watched, believe it or not, when I did the tech stuff. And all those numbers migrated over there. So now Twitch is brand new world for me so go over there and uh follow me on twitch and join adam 
uh, and I know uh, who else was over there. We had uh, Sean was over there, and the other Adam. We were all over there chatting and playing cyberpunk. So that'll be on Monday at 3.30 Eastern. I believe that's what it is. Check the schedule. Cyber Monday. Way to go. Yeah, you like that? So that we're going to do some cyberpunk, and uh, that's the game I'm kind of on board with right now. Sorry, I was just subscribing to your Twitch. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty cool. Michael B. there throwing it down like. <laughs> but no, come on in. Uh, we want to get some guys moderating the Discord. We want to get them on there and kind of having some fun and building some community. But we really appreciate all you guys. I'm going to leave it on this for a second. Uh, appreciate everybody coming out here and hanging out with us. Michael B., why don't you take us home? Thank you, everybody, so very much for watching. I'm so excited to be here tonight. It's Michael B. the Game Genie. And for Cool Toy, Tech Buzz, and Glenn Planamento, we'll talk to you next time. He's going to crush me when we meet in person. He's going to, he's absolutely going to crush No, that's not true. We're never going to meet in person. <laughs> Oh, 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 drop the bike.